Welcome to the Inspirational, Informational, and Transparent Aviation Careers Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about if pilots can take the COVID-19 vaccine. Joining me in the conversation is Chris Pazala from the Law Officers of Strumer Law. Chris and I actually did a YouTube video, and this audio is from that video. You can actually watch it on youtube.com slash expert aviator. So let's go to the discussion I had with Chris Pazala. Hi, everyone. Carl Valeri from Aviation Careers Podcast. In this video today, we're going to answer the question if pilots can take the COVID vaccine. To answer that question, I have someone with us that's going to help us answer that question. Hey, but before we begin, do me a favor, uh, thumbs up and also subscribe and hit the bell if you're interested in more videos like this. Today, joining me is Chris Pazala with the law offices of Robert Strumer. You can check out all their services at strumerlaw.com. We've had Chris on before, and he's been very informative as far as other subjects. A popular topic right now is, can we actually take the vaccine as pilots for the COVID vaccine? Hey, Chris, welcome to the podcast again. Thank you, Carl. Hey, you know, Chris, I'm getting this question often. I'm seeing a lot of chatter on the internet. As a matter of fact, interestingly enough, of course, they'll demonetize me because we're talking about COVID, but I, this is such an important topic. And, and again, if you want more to see more about this and more topics like this, don't forget to go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash expert aviator. Um, but before we begin, this this concept of, of the COVID vaccine and, and coming about so quickly gets people nervous. And uh, there's you know a couple of people out there that don't want to take it, but there's also people that want to take it, pilots, and they're, they're concerned. They're concerned whether they can or cannot take it. Uh, so anyway, tell us a little bit about uh, your background as far as what you guys do at the law firm and uh, tell us uh, you know, what your opinion is uh, as far as, uh, or what you knew as far as the eligibility of pilots like us to take the vaccine. Uh, certainly, well, here at the uh, law offices of Robert Strumer, uh, we work with pilots uh, largely on medical issues in addition to a few other um, issues, including enforcement. Uh, but uh, medical is our biggest uh, area of interest, and uh, we are getting a lot of questions from pilots. Uh, the vaccine, as you know, has just become available. So uh, most of these folks have not had the chance to get one, uh, but we are getting a lot of calls about that. So if you're getting a lot of calls, then obviously there's you know some communications that uh, the FA uh, needs to put out, has put out. I'm not sure. I know I've been following this on the internet and getting as many uh, communications as possible about the vaccine. Uh, and by the way, before we start, remember we're we're answering this question from a pilot's viewpoint, and obviously, you know, we're not doctors, and uh, we're answering this from the information that we have. It's always important to go seek uh, advice from your you know, medical examiner, et cetera, and also the company that you work for. Uh, but this is what we're talking about today is uh, what we've been handed down as far as information uh, that's been given us from the FA and, uh, and also the things that we've found uh, that we've uh, read and also been communicated to us by the various companies and how they're going about the vaccine. We'll talk a little bit about that too, the distribution. So again, um, uh, so are pilots eligible for the regular vaccine? And the answer is uh, yes. At this point in time, the FAA has approved both the Pfizer vaccine as well as the Moderna vaccine. So uh, both of those are available and uh, taking those will not prohibit you from operating an aircraft um, after waiting the 48 hour waiting period. So there is a 48 hour wait period after you've received one of these vaccines to make sure that you're not going to encounter any unexpected symptoms. Uh, this is not unusual. Normally there's a 12 or 24 hour wait period on vaccines. So this is just a little longer because it is a new vaccine 
but once you're per- through that period, uh, you're perfectly fine to go back and fly. So we wait 48 hours. Um, one of the things that I guess is important to note too, it's uh, 48 hours and you don't have any side effects. Obviously, if you, if you feel sick, just in general, and you're flying, uh, don't go to work. Uh, but that's the, that's the minimum is that 48 hours to wait. So a lot of people, they try to you know, schedule this on their days off. And that's what I recommend to people, try to do this on your day off, et cetera. Uh, as far as dosing is concerned, uh, currently, I, uh, as we record this today in January 20th, 2021, uh, there's two doses that I understand. So is just one dose enough or should we get both of the doses? So the vaccine is designed to run as a set, as are many vaccines uh, with a separation period. In this case, the period varies depending on a particular vaccine, but they're all about three weeks uh, or three weeks or beyond. Uh, so optimally, you would take one, wait three to four weeks and take the second one. Uh, what we're discovering is that there is a global shortage of the vaccine and uh, a lot of uh, authorities, a lot of governments are deciding that it's better to give out one vaccine per person for the time being. That one vaccine will not give you the full coverage you would get with both, but it will give you a sufficient amount. Uh, the doctors I've spoken with think it'll get you up to about 60%, whereas the full vaccine would be 80 or 90%. So you're going to get some level of coverage going in with one. If you do not get the second one within the prescribed timeline, it is possible that somewhere in the future you'll have to reset and actually do two more in the future. As So you'll end up with three in total if you do it that way. Uh, they're still determining if that's going to be the case. Uh, this vaccine is so new, but that is obviously a possibility. That being said, I personally would like to have you know the first one and at least get that level of coverage. And then if I can't get the second vaccine, we'll worry about that when we get further down the line. Yeah, that's a, a good point to be made there. But uh, they do recommend, obviously, the two doses. There is one that's coming out, uh, is, should come out, but just one dose is necessary. And I'm hoping... Uh, that gets passed through and also is uh, actually uh, promoted by the FA or approved, I should say, by the FA. Uh, and I'm I'm thinking that'll be sometime in the near future. I'm very hopeful about that. Uh, and as far as it, before we talk about airline pods taking this vaccine, I am very hopeful that we will start seeing more people get vaccinated and also less people uh, passing away from this virus. So we've got to keep positive through this whole uh, COVID uh, period here. And, I, and we will get through this, that's for sure. This will help by people taking the vaccine. Uh, getting back to the airline pilots, so... Uh, so, so will airline pilots have to, will they have to get vaccinated? Right. And so that's a complex question because the question is who is going to require it? Uh, most likely the FAA is not going to require it. The FAA does not normally require specific vaccines. Uh, there are a number of vaccines that most pilots have already, and that's not mandated by the FAA. Uh, more likely we'll see it mandated by the individual airlines or carriers. Uh, they may, in particular, require it if they're going to go into an international environment, because outside the United States, other countries may require pilots or people entering to have the vaccine. It's not clear yet which countries are going to require flight crews to have one or more of these vaccines. So that's going to be a factor for those employed in the international side. Uh, domestically, um, we really don't know how employment law is going to fit into this and whether an employer is going to be able to require someone to have it. Uh, in the past, airlines have required other vaccines such as yellow fever. So it's not unheard of that that would be a requirement. And I think that's something each airline is going to have to work out. And for those with the union, they'll have to work that out with their union. 
Interestingly, most of the airlines that I speak with are, uh, they can't require it right now, uh, but it, uh, that could change in the future. So we'll, we'll watch this as it evolves. This will be quite interesting. Um, and I, I'm glad you brought up the international destinations, and we could do this on another video as far as testing, uh, going into those different destinations. Uh, as an aside, for those airline pilots out there, or people that wanted to become airline pilots, a lot of times you're quarantined when you get to your destination. You can't even leave your room. So every country has different rules. Very important to do your research. Usually the union or the airline can help you out there. Once we do get that vaccine, um, what type of paperwork, like as a pilot, should I keep? Right. So this is one of the biggest issues we run into at the law firm is uh, pilots have issues that come up from the past, unfortunately. And then we can't find records from a hospital or police department or uh, whatever entity was involved because it's so far back in the past. So it's really important to document uh, everything related to this. So that's going to be any paperwork you got when you receive the vaccine, if you receive the second dose, take that, put it in a folder, or what I do is I scan it to my computer. It's in a folder on the computer, and you want to keep all the information. And if there's complications and you have to do a follow-up with the doctor, it's unlikely, but if you did have complications, make sure you definitely document all of that uh, so that the if the FAA asks questions, uh, somewhere down the road, uh, because this happens. The medical files are always open for review, and sometimes the FAA won't notice something of interest right away, and then five or 10 years down the road, the file gets flagged for some other reason, and now they're looking through the whole folder and having uh, taking issue with some things in it. So even if you're not going to turn over paperwork to the FAA, always document everything that happens to you in, in your medical existence. Very good, good advice there. Um, and you'll... So anytime you go to the ER, anytime you see a doctor, uh, always keep a copy. What's really cool, though, now is things are electronic a lot of times, especially if you go to the same hospital or whatever to get your vaccine. Uh, I'm very hopeful, too. A lot of airlines are making this available as far as uh, getting the vaccines and coordinating that. Uh, don't forget, also, if you're getting your vaccine in some places, you'll have to show your ID because there's different uh, priorities as far as who's going to get those vaccines. And usually they do require you to have that. Uh, going back just to, to summarize here, as far as the you know, FAA is concerned, as far as the vaccine is concerned, uh, are we eligible for the regular vaccine? Of course, uh, you do have to wait the 48 hours. As a matter of fact, I, I really want to read this real quick and uh, before we end. And this is actually a quote from the FAA website concerning your, your uh, medical and I quote, holders of the FAA-issued Airmen Medical Certificates or Medical Clearances may receive the Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna COVID-19 vaccines. However, a 48-hour fly, no, no, excuse me, a 48-hour no-fly, no-safety-related duty interval must be observed after each dose. Interesting. It's very important. We'll put that up on the screen so you can remember it. It'll be in the show notes below. And, and it's really interesting because I, I think this has evolved very quickly and that 48 hours is going to stick. So just remember 48 hours from the time you do get the vaccine uh, that you can go back to doing any safety related type of work. People complain about this, but I tell you what, there's a lot of things out there that you uh, have to take and then wait many hours before you can actually go back to work. Even new medicines, uh, you could have to wait a week before you go back to work. So uh, this is them, the FA, just an abundance of caution, making sure that this vaccine won't have a reaction and it'll keep you and also your passengers safe. 
Well, Chris, this has been awesome having you on here. Again, I'm speaking with Chris Pazala. He's with the law offices of uh, Robert Strumer, and you can find them online at strumerlaw.com. Any parting thoughts before we go, Chris? Uh, well, as always, Carl, uh, if anyone has any questions, uh, they can feel free to reach out to me directly. And if we're not able to answer them, we can uh, put them in touch with the uh, lawyers or medical experts that would be able to help them. Awesome. And if you're looking for help, either in this issue, another medical issue or anything in your background, and you want to learn how to maybe get ready for an interview, et cetera, I, I recommend you go out to our coaching services, aviationcareerspodcast.com slash coaching. Also follow our pilot interview course, which is a, a list of interview questions that people are getting ready for, for different airlines, 135, corporate, et cetera. We've kind of shifted to doing more of the cargo airlines and the 135 and the corporate because most of the legacy right now are not hiring, but we're looking forward to that happening in the future, especially if people start getting the vaccine. Well, folks, we'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying out there. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although hosts or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, Compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research.